Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Today we're doing something that most people don't tend to do much of, at least not consciously. As a matter of fact, when was the last time you decided, hmm, today seems to be a good day to just hang out with God? Maybe I'll text God to see if God's available for chillin' or for some girl time. It seems that most people don't think about just hanging out with God in the way they might with their close friends or favorite family member. Why do you think that is? Obviously, God isn't an individual person who has a body that you can hug or slap on the back and laugh with. Does that make hanging out with God not as easy to consider? When you hang out in your living room with a good friend, even if you're not engaged in the same activity, you see your friend perhaps lounging on the other couch having a snack or reading a good book while you're on the other side of the couch scrolling down a Facebook page. You see and feel the presence of a person you care about and enjoy being with. Periodically, you might share a piece of news with your friend or your friend might read to you a particularly funny section of the book he or she is reading. The two of you are comfortable with each other and just chilling together. You might hang out with a group of people as well. They don't necessarily have to be your closest friends, but those in the group may have a common interest or purpose for getting together. For example, you might belong to a book club that meets at one of the members' living room every Tuesday evening. For me, it was a writer's group, which I loved. You get together for the purpose of reading and discussing a particular book, and there is bound to be some time during the course of the evening when you're all just hanging out, reading to yourselves, chatting with one another, or just enjoying some refreshments served by the host. Of course, these days, there are online hangouts, kind of a new development in our uh, social setup here. A variety of people around the world can log on to a hangout site and, well, just hang out with everyone there. Some of those who log on might participate actively during the whole time together, whereas another may choose to stay quietly in the background just soaking it in. Perhaps there are those who join in on the Hangout just to hear the voices of people talking while they have their reheated frozen dinner. I would like to think they have a good dinner. You can hang out with your family, with your family members spread out around the globe on Zoom, or you can hang out with your best friend on FaceTime for some quality one-on-one time even during a quarantine. The Cambridge Dictionary defines to hang out as 
to spend a lot of time in a place or with someone. Whereas Webster defines the informal verbal phrase as spend time idly or in relaxing or socializing. So generally, it's not a good idea to just hang out at your workplace. In fact, if your boss catches you and a coworker hanging out by the water cooler too long, he might tell you both to get back to work. <clears throat> There's an understanding that you hang out at a place or with someone in a casual, relaxed, and social way, even if there is a purpose or goal to being at that place or with that person. There's also the more contemporary use of hanging out with someone amongst the younger set who is interested in a potential romantic relationship but don't want to risk commitment or appearing too eager. It's a safer way to be with someone you might be interested in so you can get to know the person before committing to, well, going out on a real date. Hanging out with someone is safer, less stressful, and more comfortable mainly because you get to be more yourself. You don't generally have to put on a performance to prove yourself or be more acceptable to others. So why don't more people even think about just, well, hanging out with God? God is a pretty heavy three-letter word. It packs a punch of all sorts. You drop the word God in a conversation and it could start a war or at least an aggressive argument. Or it can put a sudden stop to a fun party. It's like putting opera on for some. (laughs) When someone says God, almost everyone is affected in some way. The word God gets many people lit up in a variety of ways. And not always in a happy way. Some words have heavier energy because people have a lot more associations to and personal investments in that word in their own mind. The word God is definitely one of those packed words. But of course, the word is not that which the word is a symbolic representation for. If I say, I love you, those words symbolically represent the experience I may be having in a relationship to you. But those words are certainly not the same as the experience. If I were to say the word God... I'm using the word as a symbolic representation of an experience I'm having or that I had previously. If I were to say, I was hanging out with a friend at a coffee shop the other day, I would be referring to the experience I had being with one of my friends at the coffee shop on that day. It's different in energy and experience than if I had an appointment to meet with my friend or if someone had a therapy session with a therapist who happened to be a friend as well. We think in terms of hanging out with someone when we're just being with someone just to be together. Yet incredibly, things could come out of such a time when we're just hanging out. Remember, you are a creative spiritual being when you are relaxed and being yourself Most is when you are the most able to powerfully express your true creativity. There are countless stories of musicians just hanging out at a band member's home when they ended up writing a big hit song. In fact, most great artists have to have time just to hang out in their creative process. 
a lot of non-artists don't realize that when they see a highly creative artist just hanging out for a time, that that is an all-important part of the creative process. The doing part of their creative process is, in a sense, the final part. At times, the hanging out part takes the longest time. Well, that's why uh, some artists, you know, really talented artists don't make it because they get afraid that they're not producing and they can't generate income to keep going. It's quite challenging to just hang hang out <clears throat> and seemingly not be producing anything tangible. But the biggest part of the creative process is within. Which brings us back to what it really means to just hang out with God. That amongst a whole host of amazing things is a big part of our creative process. Whether you consider yourself a great artist or even just an artist at all, it's also like the all-important pit stop in the Indy 500 race. A successful pit stop can make the difference between winning or losing to a top racer. Yet the racer isn't really doing anything actively during the pit stop, right? If you're racing a supercar at well over 200 miles per hour continuously for two and a half hours, three hours, even a few seconds with the pit crew scrambling around to get your car in tip-top shape may seem like a long time to just hang out. And who is the racer hanging out with? The racer can't hang out with a physical person. They're in this little cockpit of a car. (laughs) It's a few seconds that the racer can relax, be him or herself, regroup from the stress of high-speed driving, and get back on the track. Just even considering hanging out with God may be difficult for many people because the word God is associated with one that is the most important. It represents something above everyone's pay grade, right? (laughs) Unless you feel that you're a good friend of the president of the country or the CEO of a major company or the top superstar actor or singer, you probably won't consider just calling them up to have some time to hang out together, right? (laughs) If you have an important enough purpose for communicating with such a person, you probably will try to make an appointment through their staff, give a convincing presentation why that person should see you, and like that. VIPs are generally treated Seriously. With God, people often don't laugh either. Yeah, big VIP, (laughs) the big kahuna. (laughs) That's what I didn't understand early on in my life when I would tag along with a friend's family who went to some kind of church on Sunday. You know, when I stayed over the night on Saturday at their home and Sunday they the family went to church. I used to love to go 
hang out with, you know, the family to whatever church they went to. I didn't really care. And it didn't matter. Well, the question I had was, why wasn't there laughter in the church? Wasn't God fun or funny? Why were people so solemn or even bored in church? It seemed to me as a child that the people came slightly alive during the singing. But most of the rest of the time, it was even more serious than at school. (laughs) It was pretty serious school, especially when you were in class. I didn't see too many people in a variety of churches, synagogues, shrines, and other places of worship that were too joyous. The closest I came to seeing some real celebration of life and having fun at church during a service was when I tagged along with the family to a Black Baptist church service, and they were rocking out. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> so I go, well, okay, there's, this is a little bit more like it, right? It's in terms of my concept of being with God. Doesn't, you know, why does that have to be a heavy Serious place. Hanging out with anyone can't be a heavy, serious space. That would be stressful instead. Hanging out is relaxing by yourself or with others. And relaxation is always the function of having the space to be yourself. Just as you are. Yeah. Pimples and all. (laughs) Or do they say warts and all, right? (laughs) Uh, If you don't give yourself the space to just be as you are, you won't be able to relax. And the more you're being yourself, the more relaxed you'll be. You know, it's interesting because I observe this with people all the time and with myself as well, is so often we're going, oh, yeah, I, I need to relax more. And you stress out about relaxing <laughs> because you're trying to do something, right? Yes, I'm trying to relax. I'm going to meditate so I can relax. I'm going to do this so I can, I can go on a walk so I can relax. I could do exercise so I can relax. <laughs> <sighs> that was a lot of work. Make a lot of money so I can relax. Yeah. <laughs> Spend my whole lifetime making money. <laughs> and then I could retire <laughs> and relax. People tend to think that relaxing is something you do. Well, you know, to relax is a verb, so it could be active, but, but you can't do relaxation. <laughs> you, could, you could just be. When you're being yourself, oh, you don't have to think about relaxing because you're already relaxed. So hanging out with God has to be a come-as-you-are time and space. That's great. Yeah. Can you be yourself with God? Or do you feel like, oh, I'm a nobody, you know, I have to make an appointment. Oh, they probably won't let me have an appointment with God. Oh, I I need somebody else to, I I need to contact God's secretary. (laughs) (laughs) May I please, I have a very urgent matter. Oh, yes, that's that's what happens a lot of times too, right? You think, 
oh, I, I don't want to disturb the big guy or the big girl, whatever. <laughs> the big it. The, the big kahuna, the big, what is it, enchilada, whatever. <laughs> oh, this is, you know, if, if uh, this... This broadcast gets interrupted by a lightning strike on me. <laughs> you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to be frivolous when you talk about God, right? You're not supposed to joke around. Well, gee, my experience of God is a lot of laughter, a lot of joy, beyond joy, enthusiasm, a celebration of life, complete happiness. So is God for you another big shot or celebrity that you have to impress? You have to be good enough, you know, for God. You have to dress up for God. Well, dressing up for people because you respect them, that's one thing. But dressing up to impress them and try to be somebody you're not or try to be better than you think you might be, oh, that's, that's competition. So this is one of the reasons I love the title to that, I think, tweener bestseller. It's been for a while, long time. It's called, Hi God, It's Me, Margaret. <laughs> the first time I saw that, on, uh, I was scrolling through uh, uh, audible.com or whatever, and I, I see that. I, I got it right away. I love the title. And, well, the book, it's a short book. It's uh, for tweeners, I guess. I loved it because Margaret knew how to just hang out with God. Every day she'd spend, you know, Five minutes after she comes home from school, and she just says, hi, God, it's me, Margaret. That's how she always started off her hangout time with God. And it wasn't long. It wasn't like meditating for 10 hours straight. No. She just said, hey, here's where I'm at, and how you doing? (laughs) So she did that even when she was confused about God. We're coming upon our first break already, and we wanted to invite you to join us for our next teleclass, Transforming Your Energy Space to create to Celebrate Every Aspect of Your Life. Transforming Your Energy Space to Celebrate Every Aspect of Your Life on Saturday, February 6th. That's just in a few Saturdays from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific Time. You'll learn how to do psychic energy work to help you transform your space so that you can enjoy and celebrate every aspect of your life. For all details and to sign up, go to our February events calendar section at michaeltamura.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-T-A-M-U-R-A.com. Or call our office and speak with our wonderful and knowledgeable assistant, Noel at 530-926-2650 during normal business hours, Pacific time, Monday to Friday. We will return in just a couple of minutes to continue hanging out with God. We'll see you in just a few minutes. Be 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tamora. Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. We have been hanging out with God. Let's continue to do that. Well, as you know, this show... Uh, comes from two people who have had a psychic life. And some people don't associate being psychic uh, with God, but it really does. Uh, If you think about it, psychic means of the soul. And if you're thinking about a soul, then you must be thinking about God in some form. When I think about hanging out with God, I like to bring God close to me when I'm starting to feel like I'm forgetting him, which we all do every day. You know, we get involved in something and we start to forget about him. So I just ask God to come close and be with me when I'm in the middle of something that is pulling me away. And it always helps. So how often do you just hang out with God? Me? <laughs> or yeah. or everyone who's listening <laughs> how often do you hang out with god right and are you aware you know you're hanging out with god all the time whether you're aware of it or not so hanging out with god no makeup no pretenses interesting uh, <laughs> The first time (laughs) before I was on national TV and, you know, how they put you into the hairdressing room and the the, uh, makeup room. And and I thought, oh, for I finally get to, you know, get my hair done and and makeup Uh, and be in a green room. Yeah. And and so it's uh, it's before the green room. And and then uh, uh, the makeup artist comes or the first the hair dresser comes and and she's worked on another person who's a guest on the same show and for half an hour and then okay 
she comes to my chair and looks at me, kind of gets her comb out and combs a few strands of hair one way and pats <laughs> down the other side. Okay. I said, uh, that's it? <laughs> she goes, well, there's not a whole lot I can do with your hair. <laughs> you don't need it. I said, great. And then the makeup artist comes, and she looks at my face, and she takes out their little, what do you call that thing you put the powder, the powder. on? Yeah. yeah. And and pats my forehead a little bit and, and then cheeks a little bit, stands back, looks at my face, says, okay. <laughs> I go, Oh, I thought you're going to put makeup on me. And she says, oh, no, this is about all I can do. <laughs> and I'm going, does the, is she saying that I'm a hopeless case or I just don't need it? And <laughs> so anyway, no pretenses, right? You just, just as you are. That's how you hang out with God. You, you have to be. If you're trying to impress someone, if you're, if you're in competition with yourself, which just means you think you're not enough as you are, you're not good enough, you're not you know, smart enough, you're not good looking enough, whatever it is. So I just make time and space to hang out with God. I have to be the one to make the time and space for it, just like everything else in life. If you wait for somebody else to do that, probably never happened. But you got to create the time and space to hang out with God. It's not something you put on the back burner in terms of, well, after I get the important things in my life done, I think I'll, I'll make some time and space to hang out with God if there's any time left over in the long day. And by that point, you're, you're basically going toward God anyway because you go to you go to bed and sleep <laughs> you get out of the body then without the body huh, where are you oh that's for another show <laughs> but hanging out with God just on a general day-to-day kind of a level yeah you don't have to wait for a church service or, or some go to the temple once a year or whatever it is it's you don't even have to sit down and decide, okay, I have to meditate because I, I want to get closer to God. Well, yes, meditation will help as a regular practice. But how about just every day, any day, you wake up in the morning and are you like that little girl in the book I was talking about? She, it's, it's a fictional book, of course, but, but do you wake up? Hey, good morning, God. I'm Michael, you know? <laughs> uh, are you there, God? <laughs> I'm here, right? And the amazing thing is limitlessness. Sometimes the word God, like Raphael was mentioning earlier on, gets in the way because in our mind we have so many associations with God. Some of them not so great. Yeah, and the great ones are not a problem, but but the ones that, oh no, you know, somebody tried to convert you into some kind of a religion and then just wouldn't wouldn't back off or or you grow up grew up in a household where, you know, every time uh, any religious or spiritual or god something comes up, the whole family blows up into an argument and fight and all that kind of stuff. 
you know, it's who wants that? So even if you have to set aside the word and just go, okay, when I think about God, or some of you might think about that infinite, absolute, in terms of just that, the infinite, or absolute, or the creator, or supreme force, source, supreme being, whatever you like to think about it. There's been some mystics who thought toward, thought about God in terms of friend or beloved. Make it personal. Some people like to make God transcendental, beyond everything. Well, there's limitlessness. You can't limit with words. You can't limit with ideas. It's beyond all of that. But what matters is our relationship to that limitlessness. How do we relate to limitlessness? How do we open up to limitlessness, to timelessness, endlessness, whatever you want to call it? And all the qualities, what do we experience when we even get a little tiny glimpse of the infinite? Well, it'll definitely, what you might think, blow your mind. But it's not your mind that gets blown. It's the contents, the limitations we keep in our mind that gets blown out. When you have even a tiny glimpse of that which is without any limits. Well, one of my favorite ways on a, on a you know, aside from setting aside time and space just to meditate on an everyday kind of a level, one of my favorite ways is just to take a little walk. It doesn't matter if it's a five-minute walk or a two-hour walk. In and around nature. And it's not the nature. It's just, you know, I can hang out with God in a, in a 24-hour diner. <laughs> which I've done too. <laughs> but sometimes it's nice just to chill with the quiet of nature. Nature is just already hanging out with God. So I just hang out without any expectations, without any demands. I don't turn to God when I'm desperate and just need something. I, I may also when that happens, but how would it be for you if, if somebody just only called you when they were desperate, only called you when they needed something? They never called you to offer anything. They never called you because just they just wanted to hang out with you. Ah, this is part of the idea of hanging out with God. You don't generally think about calling someone to hang out with unless you're offering that person your friendship. You're offering that person time to relax with you together, to enjoy each other's company. To get, each, get to know each other more. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure some people may 
call you and say, hey, you want to hang out together? And as soon as you hang out, they go, well, I need some money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or, yeah. or, or could you get me out of, you know, could you get me a good attorney? I have been arrested or whatever the case might be. <laughs> That's not hanging out, right? <laughs> so the real hanging out is, is when you're offering, hey, let's, let's, you know, let the world be and just for the next five minutes or three hours or half a day or whatever, let's just hang out. Enjoy each other's company and communicate. Relax. Let's let our hair down, if you have enough hair. (laughs) (laughs) Figuratively speaking. (laughs) And hang hang out. See what happens. There's There's no ulterior motives. It's just for relaxation. It's just for socializing. It's just for having fun, enjoyment. So... What happens if you approach God in that same way of, let's, let's hang out. I'm not asking for anything. But the amazing thing is, hanging out with God starts with just putting my attention on God. Or, like I mentioned, not the word God, but what that word God represents is a symbol for, is the limitless. And it's not an intellectual idea of limitlessness and timelessness. It's consciously, I put my attention on that which is not limited, that which is undivided, always whole, undivided. And what happens? It's amazing how instantly, Everything within you changes when you say hello to God. When you just place your awareness toward God, you don't have to know, okay, exactly where is God? (laughs) Could you draw me a map, a diagram on how to get to God? No, you don't have to know any of that. You just have to trust your awareness You know, awareness is everywhere. You just go, okay, awareness. Take me toward that which gives everything. And your awareness just opens up and starts to change what you're aware of. So all of a sudden, you know, right before you decided that, you might have been thick in the middle of answering all kinds of emails. Or you might have been down that rabbit hole on a social media site. (laughs) (laughs) Wasting time. Whatever. And just consumed. Or you might have been in a, you know, difficult situation and worried and, and trying to racking your brain to try to figure out what to do and all that kind of stuff. But what if you took just a slight time out to hang out with God and you just put your attention on, let your awareness go to that which is limitless? Because anytime where you are, I'm sure you are aware you have limits and you're living in a, some kind of a limitation. But when you put your awareness toward God, 
you start to be aware out of the box of limits. It's not that you might instantly become total limitless and infinite, but you become more limitless, less limited, which means this is this is part of the resistance that comes out. This is why so many people get into resistance when somebody starts to talk about God because the minute you even put your attention on that toward the limitless, whatever the next levels of your limits that you're limited by starts to surface into your awareness, surface into your consciousness. So you become more conscious of what you've swept under the carpet because you couldn't handle it before. Ah, And why would you sweep anything under the carpet? Because you can't handle it? Why can't you handle it? Oh, there's fear, there's pain, there's uh, it's overwhelming, so you just sweep it up. When it starts to come out, you don't want it. We're already coming up to our second break, so I'm sure Michael will be finishing his train of thought here. So, But now we wanted to let you know about something special we have coming up on Saturday, February 27th, and Sunday, February 28th. We invite you to join us for a powerful stay-at-home, remote, four-teleclass weekend event titled Your Mediumship, Clairvoyance, and the Global Awakening. Included with this remote weekend will also be our popular bonus Zoom Q&A and social following the last teleclass on Sunday for anyone who attends one or more of the teleclasses over the weekend. Here are the topics for the teleclasses on Saturday, that's February 27th. Like it or not, you got mediumship, managing mediumship, yours and others in the global transformation. That's the first teleclass. And the second one for that day is, are you in? or out, your mediumship, clairvoyance, and the out-of-body experience. And for the teleclasses on Sunday, the titles are, the morning class is, What's Mediumship Got to Do With It? How Mediumship Affects Your Relationship and What to Do About It. The afternoon class is, On the Path of the Clairvoyant Medium Healer, How to Have Fun Waking Up the World and Not Get Crucified. For all the details and to sign up, go to our website, michaeltamora.com, all little letters, or call our office at 530-926-2650 weekdays during business hours, specific time, and Noel will answer all your questions. If you are calling from a, if you are contacting us from a foreign country, you can uh, email us at michaeltamorainfo at gmail.com. In just a bit, we'll return to Hang Out with God. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. 
one of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational, a must-read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer, the award-winning book by Michael J. Tamora, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. It's great to have you back. We've been exploring what it means and what it takes to hang out with God. Let's continue with that, Michael. Yeah, well, I was talking before the break about, you know, where do I start when when I hang out with God? And it just starts with putting my attention on that which is limitless, that which gives all, that which is beyond whatever, right? Beyond description, beyond words, beyond limits. And my experience, the moment... I mean, it's just like instant. The moment I put my attention on that, which we might call God as a word, everything starts to change. I could have been just in a lot of stress for this, that, or the other thing, or whatever. And all of a sudden, it lightens up. Everything starts to lighten up. What is that? Well, that's everything's energy. So, the first thing that you'll experience, the energy starts to change. Your energy starts to change because what you have in your inner sight is that which is beyond limits. So then the initial thing is, is it lightens and brightens and becomes, even if you were in a little pretty bad space, it's, you start to have even a glimmer of happiness. You might not call it happiness quite yet if you're still, you know, in pain or whatever the case might be, but it's, it lightens up. And then as it lightens up more and more, everything starts to expand. Then comes the difficult part. And this is part of what I observe why so many people resist going there, putting their awareness toward God or the limitless, is because what happens a little bit after that lightening up and expansion and everything's nicer, quieter, what happens then? Oh, like with everything, when you decide for the limitless, the next bunch of limits that you have been living under unknowingly, you, you don't usually live under limits, knowingly saying, I'm going to limit myself. Well, unless you're 
on a diet or something and say, mm-hmm. I'm going to limit my consumption of chocolate or <laughs> whatever like that. But, but even so, well, we won't go into that, but uh, uh, generally the limits that I'm talking about are unconscious. We swept things under the carpet long time ago because at the time we felt we were not able to handle it. It's just too much, it's too painful, it's too scary, it's too, you know, aggravating, whatever the case might be. I'm just going to, and I have work to do, or I have to go to school, or I have to please my parents, or whatever the case might be at the time. We sweep the stuff under the carpet saying, I can't deal with it now. But when you do that, generally you're not going to get it out of the car, from underneath the carpet to deal with it. You, you got, life goes on. And so it stays there. And then you sweep other things under the carpet. Pretty soon, the carpet gets pretty lumpy. <laughs> and dirty. <laughs> and dirty. <laughs> Underneath. You can't see it on top, especially if you vacuum on top of the carpet. It, the carpet looks clean. But underneath is where all the dirt is. Well, the minute you go for limitlessness or timelessness or that which is undivided, essentially, timelessness and limitlessness means it's undivided. All of our difficulties and problems in life is because we're divided. That's all. If the moment we're divided, there's part of us that's against the other part of us, right? There's a battle. Ah, and as they say, uh, what is it? Uh, divided we fall, united we stand, right? And, and so it really is. So when we start to move our awareness toward the undivided. Whatever's been unconsciously hanging us up on a division, division against ourselves, divisiveness, which usually has emotional energies attached to it, like anger and resentment, blame, guilt, grief from the loss. and All those uh, things under the carpet. All the stuff under the carpet. Hey, we don't, we don't ever sweep anything under the carpet that we're not emotionally upset about. <laughs> it's not an intellectual decision of, oh, yes, this should be swept under the carpet. <laughs> it's an emotional one. Okay, so once you peel back the carpet, oh, my goodness, you know, it starts to come out. And that's the part, when it first starts to come out, what's it going to hit you? What's going to hit you right in your face when it first starts to come out is the same thoughts, the same feelings that you had that you couldn't handle, including the feeling that and the thought that I can't handle this. So the minute it starts to come out, you go, I, I can't handle this. Oh, no, this is terrible. Ah! And then you push it <laughs> under the carpet again. <laughs> if you keep on doing that, well, you have lots of problems and, and they may even start to show up into a physical level of problems not just on an emotional or, or you know, uh, psychic level. Okay, so that's the part that makes, for most people, even the consideration of hanging out with God, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, I don't have time for that. If, if I peel back the carpet and all years and years, decades of, of dirt, well, first, I, I got to get some, you know, 
things to put it in. I got to get it hauled out of here in a truck. <laughs> all the baggage. Yeah, all this. So then you go, but I have a busy life. I have to work. I have to get my paycheck, whatever. And I have a family. I have this. I have friends. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, it becomes too much. So you go, not today. Not today. Hang out with God? Not today. Uh-huh. Because in a sense, it's like that friend you have. Some of us are blessed enough to have friends that are not just ones that agree with you about everything. They, they really look at you and go, you know what? You're, you're kind of stuck here. You're limiting yourself or you're not, you're, you're sabotaging what you're, the very thing you're trying to create. You know, do you really want to do that? Well, you go, oh, no, I just wanted to see a, a, a fun movie so I could get my mind off of all that stuff. <laughs> don't, don't remind me of that. Uh, but if that friend is a really good friend, says, hey, I'm here for you. You know, you want to work this out? This is your chance. And that's also what comes up when you put your attention on, you know, okay, do I really want to hang out with God? Because if I just hang out, stuff is going to happen. <laughs> and some of the stuff that happens that I'm going to be experiencing may not be really something, you know, like uh, my idea of relaxation and a vacation. No, it's, it's the time that you spend with God, hanging out with God, is time for healing, for growth, for you to become not only healthier in body, but truly whole in spirit, where you're, you're clearing out your mind, emptying out your mind of all the divisiveness that you've put in there against especially yourself. Huh. So what Really, the end result of hanging out with God with not even a purpose or goal or, you know, agenda. You don't have to have an agenda. Just like when you hang out with your best friend, you don't have an agenda. You just, hey, this will be great. I'm just ready to hang out with you. Okay? And when you do that, miracles begin. You just have to be aware that after the initial boost and you go, whoa, this is great. Why didn't I think of doing this earlier? And then a little bit later, all of a sudden, the stuff starts to come out. When the stuff starts to come out, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be, it doesn't feel like fun, but you can have, you can have fun if you know that's the healing. That's a major part of my healing. I'm going to get well. I'm going to be less divided. I'm going to be less limited if I let this happen, if this unfolding starts to come out from within me. It's said that truth shall set you free. That's what I experience when I place my awareness toward God or that which is limitless, timeless, and undivided. And I'm deliberately placing my awareness in that which is without beginnings and endings. And everything opens up within me more. So a lot of times I'm on a walk by myself just to hang out with God in a way that you might hang out with a close friend. And the two of you could be doing something different, but you're hanging out together. Whether I'm dealing with a problem 
or reflecting on creating something new in my life. Hanging out with God gives me the starting point. That's the other thing that most people don't realize. Hanging out with God isn't the end all. It's the starting point. It gives me a new energy for the solution or the new venture. So if you want to get started on a healing level, when you want to start on a creative level, hang out with God. It'll get you going. So when I'm just hanging out with God, I start to have many answers. You know, even if I don't start with an agenda or, you know, question or asking for anything or whatever. No, in fact, for me, that's the best. That's the real definition of hanging out. You, you don't, you're not asking for something. You're not wanting something. You're just hanging out. That's when whatever answers I need, whatever creative ideas I need, that's, it starts popping up like popcorn. <laughs> it just goes, Poof. and a lot of times it's, I realize, oh, I needed this. I didn't realize I needed these answers. I needed these creative ideas, but they're there. I either jot them down for later to reflect on, but it's there. If you can believe it, we're already at the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we hope that our shows offer you much to reflect upon in your life, as well as provide some healing tools for yourself. Be sure to join us next Wednesday when we're starting a whole new season of Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll launch our new season around the overall theme, You Are a Psychic Being. And the first show of our 13th season will be, How Are You a Psychic Being? Let me count the ways. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> Remember, too, to join us for our next teleclass on Saturday, February 6th from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time on transforming your energy space to celebrate every aspect of your life. And that is part of our You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think teleclass series in which you can join us for all the classes or even just one or two if you like. Check our website or call our office and speak to our assistant, Noelle, at 530-926-2650 for details or to sign up. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.